Now, I started speaking to you last week on finding rest in Christ. Finding rest in Christ. It is finding rest in Christ. And I try to establish that there is no rest outside Christ. Because the foundation of your rest is the rest of the soul. When your soul is restful, everything around you rests. What makes a soul restless is sin. And last week I showed you how Jesus is willing for, to forgive your sin and give you rest. Now this morning I want to talk to you in the next few minutes. On the subject, as part two, the yoke, my yoke is easy. My yoke is easy. My yoke is easy. Let's read the scripture. Our introductory scripture. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from, from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Now verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Last week I established here that Jesus is one, no, is the most outstanding individual that ever walked on the surface of the earth. Jesus' teachings has such authority. Because he knew who he was. Not as a prophet. Not as one of the ways. But the way. Now listen. So Jesus goes to bakers. Goes to a bakery. And he says to them. I am the bread of life. He goes to fishermen. And he said. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who casts his net into the sea. And when he has caught many fish, he separated the good from the bad. Probably he went to road contractors. Whilst the road construction was going on, he said, I am the way. He was so bold. Probably he went to where some people were dead. And he said, I am the life. He has such authority. Now, he comes here and he says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And I will give you rest. He spoke as God. He spoke as a man of authority. And I will give you rest. I am sure that Jesus had gone. If we look at the sequence of his argument and thought, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He had just gone to a farm and had seen cattle in a yoke and how they went. And he said, listen, my yoke is light. And I'm going to try to show you what a yoke is and how it operated at the time of Jesus and why Jesus said, come to me and I will give you rest. So next slide, please. 
So what is a yoke? What is a yoke? A wooden bar used for keeping two animals together, especially cattle, when they are pulling heavy loads. Go to the next slide. Let me show you. Let me continue to show you. So this is exactly how a yoke looked like in the days of Jesus. So there is this wooden bar that is used to control these um, animals. This put on their neck. And you know, these animals will be driven from morning till evening. They will be tired, but the farmer didn't care. They will be thirsty, but the farmer didn't care. They will be hungry, but the farmer didn't care. They will be injured, but the farmer didn't care. All the farmer wanted was result. Jesus just looked at the situation of the cattle and said this is how human beings are suffering and he said come to me so the yoke became a symbol of bondage it became a symbol of harsh labor forced labor bitter labor it became a symbol of pain a symbol of problems a symbol of 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 frustration and Jesus used the same metaphor of the yoke and says come to me for my yoke is light I don't know about you but probably life is treating you like a yoke life has placed a yoke on you your marriage feels like you are in bondage you find you feel that you are in some kind of financial bondage you feel like you are in some kind of spiritual bondage you feel you are too pained in life you feel frustrated you feel hopeless you feel that nothing good will happen to you you feel so pressed with life you feel life is a yoke jesus said come to me and i will give you rest Jesus said, come to me and I will give you rest. Jesus said, come to me and I will give you rest. Right now. Right now. And I will give you rest. Come to me now and I will give you rest. My story is a story of how you can find rest in Christ. It's a story of how you can find rest in Christ. You are all aware that the vice president was in my house this on Thursday after coming to Accra Business School. But 20, 22 years ago, I was a squatter here. Nobody knew me. But Jesus said to me, come to me and I will give you rest. And I will give you rest. 22 years ago life was like a yoke i felt pressured i felt frustrated i felt the pain of failure the pain of poverty 
the pain of financial adversity I felt it but Jesus said come to me come to me and I will give you rest come to me and I will give you rest today I'm resting in Christ He can give you rest today. I'm going to show you how you can assess that rest. The next slide, please. Now, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Cast all, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Because he cares for you, Jesus truly cares whoa that's why he's saying come to me and I will give you rest for my yoke is easy and I want to show you why Jesus' yoke is easy so let me show you the next slide I want to show you how Jesus' yoke is easy. So go over all these slides and I'll come back again. Go to where I show the yoke of two unequal animals. Can you move to that place quickly? Now let me show you why Jesus said my yoke is light. In the Bible days, when the farmer realizes that one cow is sick or weak or small or does not have the strength to carry loads they will be yoked together with a bigger stronger cow so that the bigger cow carries more weight than the smaller one so the yoke becomes easy on the smaller cow so when Jesus said my yoke is easy he was inviting you to come into a relationship with him so that he carries your load for you he was inviting you to be equally yoked with him and then he will carry your yoke there is a story of a woman who was coming from the farm carrying a basket of cassava she was so tired beaten by the sun standing by the roadside or walking a long distance along the road then a man in an air-conditioned car beautiful Benz air-conditioned car stopped and picked her and put her in the car she sat at the back of the car as the man drove and looked into the driving mirror the man saw that the woman sat in the car and still carried her load. There are many people who have come to Christ but they don't know how to cast their burdens on him. Today my duty is to show you how to cast your burdens on him. And we are going to study a sinful woman. But before we do that, can I have um, Ben and the camp? I, I want to show you something. I want to show you a short sketch on how you can you can cast your burdens on the Lord. 
It has to be long enough for this to come around. I just want to show you how you can cast your burdens on the Lord. So, yeah. No, give me the black one. Put the black one here. Move this one. Put it there. And you come here. Move the other side. Yeah. No, put your. Yeah, come down. You see now. If you come to Christ, can you just open it? Yeah. Fantastic. Put your hands also under this thing. Now, because Ben is taller than Kaku, they are equally yoked. But Kaku is not carrying the load. Ben is. Are you here? So the yoke is easy on him. Because you know why? He has problems. Look. Academic crisis. He is not passing his exams. He's not. When I, I was, I was... I was 13 years old or four, 12 years old. I could not neither read nor write till I gave my life to Christ when I was 14 and my life changed. So Jesus comes in here and he says, listen, you have marital crisis. You have academic crisis. You have spiritual crisis. This guy is really burdened. He had all this crisis. One man relational crisis financial crisis family crisis marital crisis there's one problem in here he doesn't want to come out sometimes health crisis and yet guess what once you begin to build a closer relationship with christ he takes over all these things are here put your hands down just put your hands down oh put them back inside all these problems are here but you no longer carry them because this is what the bible means cast your burdens on the lord so here's what happens he takes them he takes your crisis and puts it in his load because he is able to carry it he takes another problem and brings it here and he continues to take it until you have no problems again even whatever remains okay whatever remains put it back inside whatever remains in you with you he still carries it but you have to be yoked with him you have to be yoked with him you can be in church 
without being in Christ you have to be yoked with him you can be a Christian without having a relationship with Christ and I want to show you how a woman taught us how to cast your burdens on him how to let him carry so that your yoke is easy so he calls you to come out from the yoke of bondage in your family the yoke of ancestral curse in your family and he offers you another yoke but guess what he does the carrying of the Lord he does the carrying of the Lord and I want to conclude by showing you a woman who decided to build a relationship with Christ and immediately Jesus takes over his Lord but keep the Jesus says to us my yoke is easy in other words, he carries the problems but you still have the responsibility to yourself to make sure you don't go back into problems again sometimes it doesn't take away the problem it's still there but the peace you have when you are equally yoked with him through a relationship and I want to show you now can we go back to that slide thank you thank you very much no don't take it you are still working with Jesus He's, see this is, what we, this is what we do when Jesus is carrying our problems we want to help him please don't no, don't go don't leave him too sometimes when Jesus takes over our problems we leave him behind and no, don't carry don't touch your problem don't go ahead of him move with Jesus <laughs> okay go go to the next slide the previous slide I want to show them the title no no that slide with a woman now how a sinful woman cast her burdens on the Lord I want to show you I want to show you I'm a testimony of how God can give you peace how God can give you rest through his son Jesus I'm a testimony I wanted to show you a picture of a complex road when you travel outside the so the, the roads are so complex so complex that you cannot travel on that road on the road alone you need a gps global positioning system but you know what god's gps is is god's pardon for sin and that is jesus so jesus said to us i am the way life is so complex you can't handle it alone It's so complex you can't handle it alone and I want to show you something how a sinful woman can we can we go to the next slide quickly quickly Luke chapter 7 36 to 38 when one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him he went to the Pharisees house and reclined at the table a woman in that town who lived a sinful life a woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house so she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume let's go now verse 49 and 50 as she stood behind him at his feet weeping she began to wet his feet with her tears then she wiped them with her hair kissed them and poured perfume on them then Jesus said to her now listen your sins are forgiven because sin 
is the restlessness of the soul so for for you to have peace and rest it begins by the forgiveness of sins jesus said your sins are forgiven the other girls began to say among themselves who is this who even forgives sins jesus said to the woman your faith has saved you go in peace you see, do you know why the, the pharisees questioned who is this that <laughs> that that who is this that even forgives sins because there are so many pharisees in our generation that makes you feel that the first reaction of god to you when you sin is judgment for the pharisees a sinful woman is supposed to be a prostitute is supposed to be a husband snatcher a home wrecker and she was supposed to be stoned to death but jesus forgives her let no man judge you because god is not judging you he's extending grace to you he's extending love to you he's welcoming you and he's saying i want to forgive you he wants to forgive you he wants a relationship with you he truly wants a relationship with you he truly wants a relationship with now Jesus said to this woman your faith has saved you go in peace this woman came in pieces she was called a sinful woman there was a sinful woman in town the community everybody knew her Jesus said you came in pieces but I'm asking you to go in peace you came here broken you came here worried you came here depressed he says cast your burdens on me and go in peace go in peace go in peace probably you woke up this morning didn't know what to eat jesus fed five thousand people he can feed you he can take care of that problem he can solve that problem he can and he's proven it He's proven it. The Bible is so authentic. Written by 40 authors over 2,000 years, across 2,000 years. But yet the theme is the same. The most bought book, but the most burnt book, the most prosecuted book. People were, were killed for trying to translate the Bible into other languages. And the Bible is still alive. Is still alive every single word in that bible is true if he raised the dead he can solve your problem so let me show you what the woman did let me show you quickly what the woman did so this is the woman who went to jesus the first thing she did was to wipe the, the feet of Jesus with the tears. Because in those days, if you received a guest, you washed the feet of the guest. In this particular instance, the Pharisee did not wash the feet of Jesus. So this sinful woman, against the right, the religious elite, the Pharisee, recognized as a religious elite, 
but this sinful woman comes in and begins to wet the feet of Jesus with her tears but your tears are your, the symbols of your pain your agony your problems and everything so that woman came and poured every problem she had at the feet of Jesus you don't need to come to church and carry your problems back home leave it with him ask him to take over I've come to that place where I don't worry about my problems anymore I just go before him and say Lord take over this problem and I've seen him work and work and overwork and goes beyond my expectation he will take over your problems that woman came to Jesus and he said instead of weeping at home instead of crying at home instead of blaming myself instead of talking to people who cannot help me instead of starting a gossip about myself by telling a gossiper about my problem let me go to Jesus you know sometimes all you need to do is to come here alone and lie on this altar and cry it is better to weep at the feet of Jesus than on your pillows look at the scripture for Psalm 116 verse 8 for you Lord have delivered me from death my eyes from tears God can deliver your eyes from tears whatever is bringing tears to your eyes I am speaking to you today as a prophet of God he's taking it away from you whatever is bringing depression and, and worry and other things to you I can tell you that Jesus is taking it away I remember the story of Nain in the city of Nain in Luke chapter 11 or so, chapter 11 of chapter 7, where Jesus was entering into a city and saw a woman crying because her only son was dead. And the Bible said Jesus saw that woman and his heart went to that woman. God is not judging you. He's welcoming you. He wants to wipe away your tears. remember when you, <laughs> we were kids and we go out there and we'll be beaten by our friends and you come back home just just okay let me let me just just on on thursday just on friday there was a, a prom i didn't have prom in my school so it was about temple christian international school where all the students dress like 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 let me dress like dress you know very nice very beautiful and then I was just walking and here was this young guy sitting in one of the classrooms crying but just crying uncontrollably weeping so I went to him and said why are you crying and he said I don't have a date because all of them were supposed to have a date I, I hear it's called prom 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 prosa prom prosa eh? I was supposed to propose to a lady and go to the prom with the lady and he didn't have a date I went to him and I said listen you are just a handsome guy I don't think any woman should reject you wipe away your tears go out there and ask a girl out they will accept you just go out there and ask a girl out and he just wiped away his tears just like that and went out there I later realized that a, a girl actually asked him out but he rejected the girl for another girl and that one backfired and had to go back to this girl was problematic 
But I said to him, it doesn't matter. Go back to for what you rejected. Come on, go with your chest out. And he went out there and he got his girl back. But I was there to help him wipe away his tears. You need someone like that. You need someone like that. And Jesus is there for you. He wants to help you. He wants to get the tears off your eyes. He wants to. Now the second one, 1 Corinthians 11 verse 15. The woman wiped the feet of Jesus with her hair. Do you know what that means? Listen. 1 Corinthians 11 15. But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her. The long hair of a woman is a glory to the woman. That is why the wig industry is huge. <laughs> the wig industry is so huge. So huge, eh? The wig industry. Right now, if we want to raise funds to build an orphanage for children, I don't need to go anywhere. I just have to ask all the women here to give us their wigs to sell and we are fine. So for this woman, her glory, she was a sinful woman. She's lost every respect. But the last glory was her hair. But she said, Jesus, I cannot give you my problems without giving you my glory. So she took her glory and wiped the feet of Jesus. Sometimes you come to church. You see, I don't come to church as a bishop. I come to church as a Christian. I don't come to church as a founder of a, of, a, of a higher education institution. I come to church as a Christian. I live who I am at home. So that I can come before him and worship him and honor him. You don't come to God with your titles. You don't come to Christ with who you are. You are not here as a grandmother. You are not here as a wife. You are not here as a husband. You are not here as a successful man. You are not here as an MD. You are not here as a millionaire. You are not here. You, are, you must be here as a Christian. Sometimes your pride does not allow you to serve him. You feel the choir is for young people. Look at me. Look at me. How can I be singing with these young people? You are still holding on to your glory and you want him to have your tears but still holding on to your glory let it go you can serve him when you are self-centered you can serve him when you are arrogant you can serve him when you think the whole world must revolve around you being a christian leads you to that humble spirit i am humble and gentle in spirit so that anything anything at all for the lord you would do it give your totality to him the third thing the woman did was that she broke a perfume now the alabaster jar of perfume was so expensive that you had to work for one year to buy it that woman was so obsessed with wealth so obsessed with worldly things that she was a, she was ready to be a prostitute to be able to buy an alabaster jar of oil look at all of us here we chase so much worldly things but this was a broken woman she had an alabaster jar of oil expensive perfume at home but her life smelled very bad we're saying we're saying, look at the scripture, Ecclesiastes 7, verse 1. A good name 
is better than fine perfume. It's better than fine perfume. A good name is better than fine perfume. She just realized, I have the most expensive perfume in my time. But yet, I have no good name. She just realized that I will not be able to buy a good name by just wearing nice shoes and nice perfumes and, and, and driving in the Porsches of cars and everything. Because Jesus says, life does not consist of the abundance of things a man has. Real life real life is having a relationship with Jesus that you can't buy Michael Justin should have been the happiest man on earth with all his wealth but he was on drugs because life does not consist of the abundance of things a man has it consists of a relationship with Jesus I went to Australia and went to a beachfront area with beautiful houses and they showed me the houses of Hollywood stars Sandra Bullock um, the guy who did Rambo Sylvester Stallone and all those people beautiful houses but why do they end up committing suicide why are they still on drugs why because life does not consist you can't buy peace Peace is not on sale in any market. Jesus is the prince of peace. Peace is not on sale in on any market. You can have all the money in this world. You know why we are happy in Africa? <laughs> we are so, so in love with Jesus. Look at all of you in church today. Look at the excitement with which you are singing. Probably some of you are living in chaos. Some of you might not even have money to eat this afternoon. Some of you probably borrowed a, a cloth to come to church today. Or borrowed some shoes to come to church today. But you still have peace. You still, do you know why? Jesus. 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 You will find a man and a wife with seven children living in an uncompleted building and yet the love the peace around them is amazing you check their background they are in love with jesus this woman had everything but he needed jesus to say to her go in peace once he tells you go in peace he takes your broken pieces and puts them together and you become full again I love you and thank you for coming to church. It is our month of rest. And Jesus is carrying that load. Just lift it up to him and say, Lord, take over the load. I cast my burdens on you. I cast my burdens on you. Make my yoke easy. Make my yoke easy. Make my yoke easy. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and say, Lord, Make my yoke easy. Lift up your voice and pray as we sing. Down at your feet. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Anytime I don't know what I ought to do. 
you are here, you feel you need a peace that Jesus brings, and you want me to pray for you, just walk, for, walk forward so I can pray for you. You need that peace. You need that peace. You feel the Lord, I need that peace. And the man of God is talking about some peace that I don't understand. I, I want it. You want Jesus to come into your heart. You want him to be your Lord. You want to have his peace. You want to have his peace. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. No, stand. Stand on your feet. I want to pray for you. You want a Jesus. You need that peace. You want to say, Lord, give me, give me that peace, Lord. Come from everywhere. We are in a month of rest and he wants to give you that peace. You also want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Lord, take my life and use me. He's here right now. I want to pray for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 You want that peace. You want a peace. You want him to give you that peace. You are still standing in the congregation. But you know that you are troubled in your spirit. You know that you are troubled in your heart. You know that you've been spending sleepless nights. There's this problem depressing you, worrying you, taking away your joy, stealing your joy. This Jesus is here. The Jesus that changed the life of a sinful woman. That Jesus is here right now. Come forward here right now. Come forward here right now. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now let's pray this prayer. First, say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins and you resurrected for my salvation. I invite you, Lord, to come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. Dear Lord Jesus, from this day forward, I want to live for you. Help me, Lord, to serve you, to love you, and to worship you. I want to be a good Christian. I want to be a better Christian. Help me, Lord. Now I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, let the Prince of Peace, your son, inhabit their lives. Let Jesus take that burden of them and give them the peace that they are seeking, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, you transformed many lives was here on earth. And you continue to transform lives. By your spirit, Lord, transform their lives. Visit them and change their lives forever. Thank you, Lord. In your name we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. Please, we will call you again after the service. And I want to give you a um, gift of books. Eh? Sit down, let me pray for you. Today is the 17th day of the seventh month. And I declare 
that the storm is over and you are resting. Let the peace of God which surpasses all understanding fill your mind and your heart. Enjoy peace. Enjoy tranquility. Let the storm in that marriage cease. Let the storm in that family cease. Let the storm in that finances cease. Let the storm in your body as sickness cease. Let that storm cease to operate. Let the storm in that business cease. I declare, I speak before the end of this month, you will share your testimony. In Jesus' name. Amen.